Today we have a guest, and our guest today is Dr. Naomi. Do I have to call you doctor? You can just say Naomi. No? You can just say Naomi, yes. And Naomi is a chiropractor. That's right. How does one become a chiropractor? Um, when you decide at some point you want to be a chiropractor, then uh, obviously you're going to have to go to chiropractic school. And in Europe, that's not actually uh, super easy, because okay. there is a lot of countries that don't actually have a chiropractic education. Why not? Um, mostly because it's um, so it started in America in uh, 1895 to be very precise. Ah, here we go, history <laughs> facts. Yes. And uh, so in America, it's 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 very big. You have you you basically have a chiropractor at every corner of the street. There are multiple schools. Uh, certain some of the schools are super big too. They have like thousands of students. Oh wow. Um, but in Europe, the first school started about 40 years ago. That's it. That's it. So that was the first school in Europe. Um, and by now you have about 10, but it's still growing. Uh, so not every, so certain countries want to start a school, but you, you have to, like the money needs to come for the, from the chiropractors themselves. Um, and in the Netherlands, for example, we have about 500 chiropractors. Uh, so that's it's hard it. to get yeah that's it so it's hard to get a couple of million euros together to start a school huh. um, is that because um, here in the Netherlands it's an alternative that's medicine, right. right yeah is that in the same sort of uh, explanation like it's not a mainstream medical field yes yes that's it's um, it's a couple of a couple of reasons uh, one of the reasons is that it's it's still young. That's one of the reasons, but also um, the like the health insurance system is also a bit difficult, and it's hard to get uh, to, to to become mainstream. Okay. Yeah. So, because it is considered alternative medication or alternative medicine, rather, it does it fall under the same flag as like acupuncture and all that stuff? Y- yes, depending on the country, but in the Netherlands, it, does. it is. Yeah. But do you consider yourself a medical professional? That's a difficult question because you're not a doctor. No, so as in, in a, you're not a like a general physician. No, I'm not a medical doctor. No, no sure. And um, so in the states, chiropractors do get a doctor degree, so they are officially doctor of chiropractic. Yeah. Um, in Europe, however, my degree was not a doctor degree, so uh, like it can it depends on the country again so i studied in wales in the uk so in the uk i would be allowed to use the term doctor Doctor, Uh, in the netherlands it would have to be uh like very specific said that it's doctor of chiropractic as long as it's chiropractic like so that um so that there's not no confusion that i'm a medical doctor so yeah is that um is that something you have to explain to your do you call them patients or clients we say clients you say clients is that something you have to explain to your clients as well like this is this is borderline medical, but not really? Um, no, like we don't really get many questions about that. So people, people don't really know, like a lot of people that come here don't really know what chiropractic is, but somehow they've either heard good stories of it or, uh, or they, th- they, they know it's like somewhat. So they come in and, and here we just explain. I never call myself a doctor. I, I know it says it on the, um, on the invoice that people yes. get. Uh, but I never call myself a doctor because I think it's just a bit confusing. The doctor will see I don't, now. Yeah, it's like I don't have any emotional attachment to the word. So. The title, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. So tell me how that process goes because um, I can imagine when you go, when you're sick or when you have pain somewhere, you go to your general physician first. Yeah. 
uh, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say, oh, you need probably some kind of physiotherapy and the physio can't figure it out. And then he says, mm, you should try chiropractic. Is that the general sort of way things go or? Yeah, not, not completely, not often. It's, uh, it's very rare that we get people that are uh, referred by someone in the medical oh, really? field. Yeah, very rare. Why? And th- that's a good question. That's, um, <laughs> you have I an think, answer. I think that, yeah, I think that question has a lot of like facets. So if you, um, so chiropractic likes to call themselves salutogenic. And then we need to break down that word in order to completely understand what that means. Here we go. Um, salutogenic means that you, uh, that chiropractic is contributing to getting uh, healthier as opposed to helping someone not get sick or not have symptoms. So salutogenic. So a good question. Uh, you go to the gym in order to be healthier, for example, or you eat healthy food in order to get healthier. Mm-hmm. But you go to the GP when you have a symptom and you want to get rid of the symptom. Yes. So um, chiropractic is rather something that you would add to your daily life as in something that belongs to a healthy lifestyle. Um, and we contribute to having your body function better. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, be, be healthier, a healthier body. Okay. So it's difficult in a system where people go with symptoms to get rid of the symptoms yes. specifically to in, like to get something that is um, not focused really on the symptoms, like incorporated. In yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. So you're not curing anything. No. You're more in a, in a bigger part of the spectrum saying, listen, if you add this to a lifestyle, then it prevents you from getting problems in the first place. Exactly. Preferably, yes. Preferably. Preferably. That yes. doesn't mean that everyone here comes healthy, just oh, no. like you did, oh, no. actually. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Well, um, for people that listen to this podcast, they know that I used to be a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I suppose it was similar there, that people come to me as a trainer when they're already 40 kilos overweight. Yeah. And then, you know, we have to treat the symptom, which is the enormous weight gain, right? And it would be much better if you come to a personal trainer before that happens and say, listen, mm-hmm. I want to have you as a part of my healthier lifestyle mm-hmm. preventing weight gain in the first place yeah but that's then the same the similar situation that you're in you'd rather be treating people or treating so to speak people before they get anything and prevent that they get it in the first place yeah 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 exactly so huh. it's a good like the word treating um we like uh, it's been said often but we don't like to use that because it's that implies yeah that yeah, we're yeah, yeah. getting rid of a that symptom. you're fixing something exactly ah. so we we just we call it like checking checking someone or something checking yeah. Sometimes it doesn't really cover it either. No, yeah. Check your spine. We check your spine. Is it more like a, uh, like an MOT for cars? Yes. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. Or going to the dentist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned that the first time we spoke. Year. That it's yeah. like a dentist. That's very normal. People go to the dentist twice a year and all is well because yeah. then you can prevent big yeah. problems. So why do people don't come to you? Like out of why is that not standard part of practice? Yeah. So uh, good question. Um, I think it's some of it is like the, the the public view on on everything that has to do with the medical system. So you go there with symptoms. Like why would you go there without a symptom? Is that a Dutch thing? I think it's 
Yeah, maybe, maybe a bit. I actually, there's a, a woman coming in from, um, she's not flying here from Russia, but she's from Russia yeah. and she lives in the Netherlands. She comes here and she was telling me the other day how in Russia it's super normal to like once every half year do like a full, full physical. body physical health check with like blood tests. And she's like, yeah. it's so extensive and it's like the most normal thing to do. Makes sense. Yeah. So I got super excited. I was like, they should have that everywhere in the world, not I just agree. in Russia. No, because um, if, if you think about it, like if you're a man over 50, you get a yearly prostate exam. If yep. you're a woman over 40, you get a yearly breast exam, uh, swaps, everything. Um, dentist is normal. Mm -hmm. So why not a full physical? You, yeah. you would think. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take, how long does it take an hour? Let's say two hours. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not much time. No, no. And I mean, well, if there's, if the health insurance, cause the health insurance tries to pay the minimum mm. to get you get rid of your symptoms. Yes. And it would be very nice if there would be more money or if it would be normal for people like take responsibility for their own health and, and make it normal that, that you pay, you know, hundred euro or whatever it is. To stay for, healthy. Yeah. To stay healthy. Huh? Is that where the problem lays? Cause obviously, um, medication or the medical circuit in general, it's not about curing anything. It's about symptom management and pain management, right? Yeah. Uh, Cause there's where the money is. Yeah. I'd rather sell you a pill for the rest of your life than one big pill now and then you know, yeah. you're gone. Yeah. So is that is that where the money is then? If you would get somebody to have a yearly checkup, then you can prevent so many things, meaning that there's no money to be made in treating anybody. Abs uh, yeah, absolutely. Is that, is that um, a real issue? I, I'm afraid so, yeah. <laughs> it's like as, as much as I, you know, like it, it took me a while before I really started to understand how money is r like running the, the medical system yeah, and because there's and so much money system. Right? yeah there's so much money there's there's so much money in keeping you sick yeah it's, exactly. it's terrible apart from the money problem in 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 medicine what kind of people do you get through your door here um it, it depends a little on what we focus on so generally we get people that have the, like the people that find us without like not through any marketing or anything mm -hmm. are generally the people that have tried a lot they are in a lot of pain that for a long time uh, they really don't know what to do anymore and somehow they've heard from someone yeah, uh, yeah. That they have a friend with a neighbor with an uncle yeah, yeah. that's um that yeah those people we get uh, most um yeah without doing any marketing okay so because because they're like the mo like it's not a nice word but they're the most like desperate looking for help and they don't really care anymore that yeah, they're yeah. not in the that you're alternative uh, care they just want to get rid of some pain exactly okay yeah. so that's one group is that yeah. your bread and butter so to speak uh the, so because they are because they come in so bad there is um they have the obviously the best the biggest improvements because there's so much to improve yes so those are um but they also probably need the most treatments yes they also yeah 100 percent. they definitely need the most sessions yeah. yeah um so but and they are also very rewarding because you're contributing so much to them. because in the end of the day people don't come in because of pain well they, they come in with pain yeah but there is a reason why they come in at that moment, even though they've had the pain for five years. So often it is something like they can't be like the grandma that they used mm. to be or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. or they don't feel like they're a good mom or, or dad because they can't pick up the kids. Or it's usually a more of like um, an emotional reason behind it. Hmm. Uh, so for, for them, you can make such a big change. So that's very rewarding uh, clients. Yeah. Are the people you cannot fix? Um, 
there are definitely people that don't that we don't get like all the pain away for sure. No, yeah. but is it fair to say that you can make pretty much anybody who comes to your door, you can at least improve something? Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Whether yeah, so someone someone asked me this question actually when I just started out of school and you you like you know you, you just got all the theory you're excited. Um, and then there's this one person that might not have results right away. So uh, uh, we all call, uh, like all, all of the employees at Top Chiro call my boss at that moment. Like uh, he's like, I get this call from every new chiropractor that we get. <laughs> so I call him and I'm like, this person is not getting better right away. And he's like, yep. so he was saying to me, he was like, <laughs> Naomi, if you, if you throw a pen in the ocean, does the ocean rise? So I'm like, uh, uh, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, in theory, yes, but and he's like, well, exactly. He's like, you know, you're you're improving someone for sure because you're taking away the interference in the nervous system, um, and yes, the communication is better. So yes, you improve them. However, whether they feel it or not, that's not something you can influence. Fair enough. Um, yes, I can imagine. All right, so that's one group of people that have like a tangible problem in life and then come to you yeah um would you say that generally speaking you aim to just improve quality of life yes for people yeah what's the second group the second group that we have for example at the moment is uh from asml and um specifically because uh, we one of their directors came into our clinic and he had great results and ah. and from there we started talking about uh, um, the sick leave amongst his people like that he that are working under him yeah and the sick leave was so incredibly high especially in the departments that he goes uh, that that are under him there was like uh, logistics for example mm -hmm. so people that are carrying heavy stuff all day um and he was yeah so we were talking about that and then from you know from one thing to the other they were organizing a vitality week for those employees uh nice. and from there, he, he wanted us to be uh, to be in that Vitality Week. So we cool. went there, we did workshops. Uh, we saw about, so it was completely voluntary, but the chiropractic workshops were uh, fully booked within no time. So they had to book extra workshops. Nice. So that was super nice. They also did, so other things that they had was like nutrition, mindfulness, how to handle stress, yeah, such things. It. And chiropractic was one of them. Yeah. And uh, so it was, it was voluntary, but they had to choose a certain amount. Okay. So ours were fully booked and we saw about, about 200 people in the workshops i think over yeah, a couple just, you know just 200 yeah yeah so that was uh that was exciting um and about half of them actually uh because we did the we explained how you know how prevention obviously is better yeah. than once you have a lot of problems yeah. and a lot of people were really interested in getting their spine checked um so now we're seeing quite some people from asml um Cool. so it's like that's what i meant with like if you focus on a certain group you're yeah, gonna you'll see get them more, more yeah, yeah fair enough yeah would you say it's um i mean we mentioned the money in in medicine in general which is a big driver yeah. but it works like that within a company as well if you can you know quantifiably uh bring back sick leave yeah say okay it, it was 50 and now it's 20 yeah that's a huge cost saving absolutely yeah and then the, the relative cost that you bring to the table for treating those people is yeah. very low compared to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Huh. Yeah. You think that's that's where the f future is maybe a big word, but that you think that's a big area where you can move into as a as a chiropractic practice saying that listen, we we can quantifiably show a company that if you join our program or whatever it might be, yeah. you will reduce sick leave by half. And therefore this is an easy proposition to make. 
Absolutely, yeah. So there's like bigger companies in America, as you can imagine, like Apple, uh, Facebook, Google. They all have chiropractors on, on campus. campus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, for the way, as, as far as I've heard and, and understand, the way it works there is like the chiropractor just um, gets paid a set amount, and then everyone from the company, and then everyone can come for free. Yeah, you just book your your spot and exactly and that seems uh, seems to work uh, super super well yeah yeah is that a part because if you look at asian cultures for example where it's very common to have like a, a little stretching warm-up session in the morning in an office that kind of stuff yeah you think it's part of dutch culture as well to wait until something is like so wrong that you can't get out of bed anymore before you go to see somebody like you <laughs> yeah maybe i think so yeah yeah probably because i mean are you full dutch i'm full dutch yeah so so am i and it's you know i have to i don't bleed from something before i even consider going to a doctor i don't even have a doctor to be honest yeah and it's the same thing with with kids for example you know as long as they're not 45 degree fever for three days straight i'm not gonna go to a doctor why would i yeah it'll, it'll fix itself in the end you think that's a mentality problem that a lot of people have with with pain they're like oh yeah it'll go away at some point and then oh we're three years later it still hurts yeah yeah yeah, yeah we, we definitely uh I, I definitely think so we call them uh, minimizers here minimizers, the, minimizers wow. here in the clinic <laughs> people that you know you, you hear their story and you have to you have to drag it out of them sometimes yeah. like what what the actual effect is on their life yeah and then um they will, they will, they'll be like, oh, but it's, but it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Just you know, take <laughs> yeah. half an hour to get out of bed. But yeah, it's just a, it's just a nine out of ten pain. It's, Everybody it's has that, right? <laughs> yeah. <like>, no. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, the funny thing is also like, oh yeah, no, I just have the general headaches. I'm like, and like, oh, a headache <laughs> is not general. It, it <laughs> you're not supposed to have them. Yeah. Wow. Is it? Um, am I? I was personally for five years almost. And it was sometimes scary how little people take care of their body. Yeah. Do you, I always got the feeling that people take their body way too much for granted. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, I can put garbage in it, no problem. I don't need to exercise. It doesn't really matter. It's all fine. You know, general headaches. Like, eh, yeah, you know, so my blood pressure is high. Yeah. Is it, where do you think that stems from? Why, why do people neglect their body so easily? I think it's, um, I think it's come over time i definitely don't think it's been always like that but we're in a we're in a time now where we we all know that you know even 30 years ago we weren't sitting as much and yes. just think about what what before the computers became so big and internet became a thing people were so much more active and yeah so it's in a very short amount of time that we suddenly became so inactive inactive we yes. were sitting so much etc so yeah. i think it's I, th- I think the real the real problem is not even visible yet. I think that's it's because get for, worse. well, if, if I think about the people that are in this clinic, for example, that are 60 plus, and if I see sometimes uh, how their, how their bodies are in what state their bodies are. And then when I realized that they were kids that were still playing outside all the time um, in like, they were playing, playing football. They weren't yeah. sitting at the computers. They didn't have iPads or iPhones or, uh, nothing really yeah and then if i think about the kids right now that don't do any of that don't yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly and then like i'm you know i'm 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 anxious to see what's going to happen when the kids from now are 60 plus i know so it's it's very difficult i think it's been because the because there are so many changes in such a short amount of time in how we live our lives yeah i I think that's part of the problem it is yeah the inactivity is a big one 
Yeah. It was fascinating when I used to ask people like, okay, so tell me about your day. And they would literally go from bed to the table, from the table to the car, elevator up, sit at the office all day, <laughs> reverse the process in the evening, sit on the couch and then go back to bed. It's like, well, how, when do you move? And they're like, yeah, I don't move at all. Yeah. It's amazing. And then, in, and then in the Netherlands, cause, so I did study in, in Wales in the UK and in the Netherlands it's even, you know, it's still kind of normal to take the bike to work and, yeah. uh, and, or walk in the evening or, or that kind of things. But then in Wales, I figured how normal it was over there to drive with the car to a store that is five minutes walk yeah, from your like, house. Why are you doing this? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. so that's where, uh, I, I guess it's, a, you know, like you have a couple of countries like America, like the UK, Mexico, I think, that are known for how inactive people are in general. And, yeah. you know, and then in the Netherlands, I think we're not even that bad yet, but no. it's not getting any better. It's certainly... No. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's the inactivity plus the surplus of calories available. Yeah. Right? There's a subway everywhere. It's mm. easy, easy calories everywhere. Yeah. And then whoop. Yeah. And you don't have to, like my physiology teacher actually said that. He was like, we think that we need to have breakfast first thing in the morning. He was like, but think about how how like in the past people first had to like uh put the coals in the heater and and like they had like physical work before they would even yeah. be able to do anything exactly so. not to mention getting breakfast to begin with yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah if you go even further they need yeah, to yeah you have uh, to go out and hunt a tiger <laughs> yeah. Before you, yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah exactly and actually that's the sad part too because uh, from that reasoning you can argue the body is engineered effectively to run around all day and, and catch tigers and you know collect food 100%. And then today we sit at an office all day and yeah. not use it at all. Yeah. And then the Crash. other day I also saw, like on top of that, I also saw this, uh, this like fact where compared to 20 years ago, we get um, five times as much input every day. So oh, yeah. at which, which is, uh, I think it's similar to 174 newspapers a day. So the, so the, and that is not even, that's mentally, that's not physically, yeah, yeah, obviously. So into your eyeballs. Yeah. And it's like, you're co like our brains are constantly processing all that information five times more than 20 years ago. That's nuts. That's absolutely nuts. And then and you we're know, sleeping less. Yeah. And worse quality. Exactly. So no wonder everyone is like burned out and you know what I mean? You would say so. And no wonder. Yeah. And yet here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually um, a good thing to continue on. Um, when I first walked in here, you explained that there's four sort of inputs into the body and into the mind as well that affect our general well-being. Yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, that's super interesting. So the, the mental thing is, is the inputs in our eyeballs. That's one thing, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, we basically have four stressors on, stressors, yes. stressors on the body. And those stressors are emotionally is one of them, physically is one of them, chemically and e electromagnetic. Okay. So I'll, I'll explain them all. So um, emotionally is obviously how we how we handle those uh, that 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 input those uh, like all that information. Mm -hmm. uh, at the same time, also like how we handle tough situations like losing someone mm. close to you or uh, like a divorce or. Uh, yeah. not having a good relationship with someone at work or s something like that that's that's how I, that those are our emotional stressors yes. and with every single one of those stressors we have a certain tolerance 
there's a certain amount that we can handle that is that is okay mm -hmm. um that your your body basically can adapt to mm -hmm. um but you can also go over that tolerance obviously and then it becomes a problem exactly yeah so the second one physically that that's probably the easiest ones like there's a certain amount of stress that we can physically handle um which you also obviously can train that's why we're in the gym it's because to make to, to make that tolerance higher or, yes. or bigger the amount of physical stress we, we can take would that be uh, for example somebody who lays bricks for a living obviously he works hard with his body yes so that's stress but is it also somebody who sits at behind a desk in the wrong position every day absolutely that's also stress yes definitely okay. yeah and um, then we have as a third one is chemically. So this one is, is a bit forgotten usually. So this is uh, the, the chemical stress is everything that obviously what you what you eat, what you drink, what you breathe in. So yep. smoking is a is a big chemical stressor. Not so good. For you. But also the like the air quality, like in we, we all like you see now a lot how it's in Australia. There's uh, obviously because of all the fires, yep. there is the air quality is very bad. It's a chemical stress on your body. Yeah. Um, but equally also what you put on your skin. So so if you have a body lotion with a lot of toxins, mm. that's a chemical stress on your body again because your your body absorbs it. So and then it's in your body. It's in your system, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you put it on your skin or you eat it. it it's no, both same difference. Same. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Your skin is your biggest organ, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the fourth one is elect electromagnetic. So this is it used to we used to say people used to say there are three stressors because electromagnetic is relatively new and that has to do with like. Wi-Fi, phones, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. phones, 3G, 4G, 5G. Yeah. Those are, uh, but also the um, microwave. Those are like uh, electromagnetic stresses on your body. Which one is the worst? Oh, that's a tough one. I think in this time where we spoke about earlier, emotional stress I is would say so too. probably under underrated. Yes. Like it's way worse than than we think it is. Well, it's probably the. I would say that it's the one that's least easy to fix. Yeah. Because, you know, if you have physical stress, you can buy a better chair, stand at your desk, go yeah. to the gym, you yeah. know, physically get fitter. That's you know, relatively easy. Yeah. Chemically, it's the same thing. You can get natural body lotion, you can eat better. Mm -hmm. That's also relatively easy to fix. Yeah. And electromagnetic, I guess some things are out of your control, like you yeah. can put your phone away, put it in airplane mode when you sleep, that kind of stuff. But yeah. emotional stuff requires you know, a psychiatrist potentially, or, a, you know, yeah. actual work. Yeah. You have a lot less control about that. Yeah. Huh. Which one would you say affects your job the most? Not you personally, but how, how many patients do you see coming in with either one of those stressors? Or is it mostly a combination? It, yeah, it's always a combination. And the interesting thing about a combination too, is that um, in your brain, it doesn't matter which of those stressors you have. In stress your brain, stress. yeah, it, it releases the exact same... Um, like neurotransmitters yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're if you're uh, like the low the amount of stress goes over your tolerance it's the exact same um, yeah neurotransmitters that got released so it doesn't actually really matter which one it is but it's a it's a variety like people think that they eat super healthy well if you ask them a bit about <laughs> oh, it oh people don't you eat know, healthy they, they don't <laughs> yes but the, that's a so it's also um, but the, the thing with emotional I think it's it's hard to fix but it's also there is definitely awareness of it yeah because the thing with like no one like it's it's very rare that people know that that there's so many toxins in body lotion and or even um, but also sunscreen that it's there, yeah. There's so many sunscreens that are I'm probably so worse for your skin than burning it. Yeah. Um, and the same with uh, the five five G that is coming out right now. Yeah. Uh, when they tried it in Scheveningen around the Hague, 
uh, when they tried it, like there were literally birds like falling, falling out of the sky. Yeah. yeah, falling out of the sky. And then, but then there's there's money in it. Yeah, so like, it's, oh, being, it's not that bad. Exactly. So <laughs> it's being pushed, and and it's just so the so the thing with the others is that there's a, a, a massive lack of awareness of how important they are too. Is it possible, obviously it's not possible for you to fix all those stressors. No. Uh, so in, in a way you're still fighting symptoms. Yes. Um, what I found most frustrating as a personal trainer is that people don't do their homework. Yeah. Like you tell them, listen, okay, we can work on your problem, but it requires a bit more than that hour a week that we see each other. You need to do your work at home. Yeah. Do you have to deal with that too here? Absolutely, yeah. We definitely, because we, as much as, as much as I know it's difficult to do exercises at home and then incorporate that in your daily rhythm. Well, it's not. It's priori- no. It's priorities. Yes. That's, oh, that's 100%, 100%. But I, I understand the struggles that people have with it. Yeah. So I just, like, I try to motivate them as much as I can. However, we definitely see the best results with the people that really do them. Listen to, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that Surprising. don't. So you kind of like, you know, like, I, I can't, like, there's so much I can do. There's so much I can, um... I can motivate them and in the end of the day it's the, it's their body it's their time and energy and money that they spend in coming here yeah and like my suggestion is always to do the exercise as well so you get the most back from all that everything that you put into it yeah and then if they not you at some point you gotta like learn to like detach yourself yes. from that <laughs> is it is it do you get frustrated by that i did at some point uh, I, that's why i quit the, yeah. the personal training business is like ah, this is I don't want to deal with people's nonsense all the time I don't want to hear the same nonsense story every week that it was so difficult for you to eat your vegetables this week because it isn't it just no. isn't no it's just a matter of how much you want it yeah or not but how do you um, do you get frustrated with patients that come here for the 47th time and you're like oh hi did you do it this week probably not haha <laughs> here we are again <laughs> and I'm still doing the same thing I was doing 40 weeks ago yeah yeah, yeah. And it's not helping yeah so yeah, I certainly get a bit frustrated. Uh, frustrated. At the same time, every time they come in, I know that we're uh, taking that interference in their nervous system away. So I know they they leave better than the, the, you they do come something in. at least. Yeah. So yeah. that also, um, it's it's always nice when people come in. Obviously, it's sometimes a bit. Uh, it's a bit frustrated. Yeah. But frustrated. you'd rather have them come in without doing homework than not come in at all. Yes. Because yeah, then you sure. you still is is that sort of the. Um, passion for your work if you want to call it that way that you like oh I, as long as they're on my table at least i can do something and maybe at some point they'll see the light yeah yeah oh yeah yeah that's definitely uh yeah because it's it's hard like you you gotta keep repeating what what exactly we're doing yeah and how that that system or like that it's more like a, that model with those four stresses and how uh those four stresses cause or like basically make them have to come here yeah um, it's a model that you have to keep repeating because every t- because people kind of forget and then they get into that the pain model again. Yeah. And it's like no no no, a p- pain is just a symptom and a symptom exactly. is only a sign. Yeah. Like it's it's not the it's not the cause. The cause are those stressors. Exactly. <laughs> those four stresses on your body. So we we keep repeating repeating that over and over again. Um, at some point. Yeah yeah and s- and certain people never completely understand. No. Which is uh, which is okay. It's like it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. You can't save them all, right? No. Yeah. Exactly. But then it must be at least that was what I always had. Like when you do f- like really fix somebody, mm-hmm. it is very rewarding. 
you said in the beginning. When yes. You, when you oh. see people walk out the door better than they came in, you're like, yes, yeah. that was good. Some some of those people are like, you know, they become kind of good friends because you. That's nice. Because it's it's also the people that do their exercise as well. Mm. Um, it's also and like you you've you've been you, sometimes you've been so important to their life. Like oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the other day, there's a there's this woman coming in here, two young kids, and she like for two years she had wasn't able to work. Um, was barely able to take care of the kids her husband needed to do everything like he would work come home cook bring the kids to bed she was in so much pain all day and so quickly um, like with any sort of activity that would be getting getting worse yeah uh, so obviously we explained it's not going to be a quick fix but we're going to get your body to heal itself again the way the way it should we're going to take away that interference in the nervous yeah, system yeah, yeah. and so she understood and uh, in the beginning it got worse and then you, oh. yeah so which this is a very normal reaction it happens often we yeah. we actually we also say like this is something positive because your body's reacting something is happening something's happening which yeah, is good which is good because yeah. you know you, you don't want them to stay in the position that they were so everything that happens in the beginning is good yeah. however it's not nice if it's getting worse obviously um and then it started to get better and she was so excited she got like a book even in the library about chiropractic she was like what is this thing nice. <laughs> started reading started better understanding still did her exercise very well um and now you know like to her it feels like she's got her life back wow. right like she the other day i actually got a like a voice message how she for the first time in two years she went to a party and was dancing and i mean you know like that, nice. that's just those, that story like i would like every day if i if i go to work i go to work with a smile because yeah. those story happens those success stories are what you do it yeah 100 percent. that is cool and even and it doesn't mean that i care less about people that come in for prevention i actually tell them always that it's fantastic like you fantastic that you come in without many problems we're we're not going to have such a crazy story with you because you're so fit and so yeah healthy there's less to fix exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, doesn't mean that it means less for me to uh, to see you here in the clinic. Yeah, cause, well, then the result for me would be that I send you a text when I'm 85 saying, yep, still lifting, <laughs> yeah. and see you for next example, week. For example, for yeah, example, yeah. 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 Nice, that's a good positive note to end. Yeah. Where can people find you? So uh, they can find me mostly on Instagram, um, topkaronaomi. I'll put all the links in the description, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, in the clinic, obviously, they can always come in at uh, Top Chiropraxie in yep. the Netherlands. Uh, in Veldhoven. In Veldhoven. Yes, yes. Um, if, if there's one sort of takeaway message you would, anybody that's listening that has pain, something, or maybe even no pain, people like me, maybe, mm -hmm. what would you say to, what do you, what's your pitch? Like, what do you would, what, in, in the two-second elevator pitch? So I, I would make sure that everyone understands that they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have to take responsibility for their own health yes no one is uh, has so much um uh, benefit from getting you healthy as you like there is uh, you know we talked a bit about it there are systems they are running on keeping people sick and if you trust those systems in order to get healthy like that's you it's know not gonna work. that's that's terrible so the the very most important thing that i would like to like everyone to take away is that you you're gonna have to take responsibility for your own health i like that one nobody benefits more from your health than you exactly that's a strong statement yeah i like that cool thanks for being uh, on the podcast today thanks so much for uh, having me here very much so uh, i'm open to do that again in the future but absolutely we'll talk about that further 
And this was the Stay On That podcast. Thank you all for listening. Like I said, all the information for Top Cairo here in the Netherlands and abroad and uh, Naomi's personal stuff, I'll put in the show notes. And I'll put my links in there too, of course. Thanks for listening this time and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you.